Good morning, beautiful people. I pray all is well with you and your families. I pray you have thanked the Lord for waking you up on this morning. Because as we know, someone did not and will not. First John chapter 2 verses 15 and 16. King James Version. Love not the world neither the things that are in this world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. You know, it's amazing. I woke up this morning and I felt so troubled by the way preachers are preaching the word of God in these last days. Um, these modern day preachers who are not really preaching and teaching about the end times as much as they should. I was troubled by it, and then God brought me this verse, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Um, Here's the whole truth. I've got this book, Rose Guide to End Time Prophecies. Now, the thing is, you know, no one knows the exact day or the hour, you know, that Jesus will return. But, like, I'm reading in the book, and, like, <laughs> it's just amazing because I noticed that you know, a lot of people rather preach more of Paul teachings than Jesus teachings when in all reality, you need to be focused on what Jesus said because he was the Messiah. I'm not against Paul teachings because at the end of the day, I can relate to many of Paul teachings, but I can also relate to many of Jesus teachings. So at the end of the day, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, you know, it's the church of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus Christ is the main thing. You know, believe it or not, Jesus Christ is the main character of the Bible. Because at the end of the day, in the New Testament, everything is about Jesus Christ. Um, You know, it's just really amazing to me. But like, it shows and it tells us, just as the Bible tells us, the birth pains, the events before signs of the end. You know, like, I, I don't think you all are understanding. Like, this is what Jesus taught about, about the end times. You understand where I'm coming from? So, you know, he promised his disciples that he would come again. Before his return, there would be birth pains. And once again, these are the events before the signs of the end time. You know, many will claim to be the Messiah. People will be deceived by these messiahs. Wars, famine, earthquakes, and pestilence. Believers in Christ persecuted and killed. Believers will be witnesses of Jesus to kings. Many will turn away from the faith. Betrayals by parents, brothers, and friends. Increase in wickedness. Fearful events and signs from heaven. This is what Jesus taught. Now here are the signs of the end. Jerusalem surrounded by armies, the abomination of desolation, 
Great tribulation like never before. Jerusalem will be trampled on by Gentiles. False prophets perform signs, miracles. Sun darkens, moon doesn't shine, stars fall. Severe ocean activity disturbs the nation. People will faint with terror. Jesus will appear in the sky. The trumpet will sound. Angels will gather God's elect. Now you can go read that for yourself in Matthew chapters 24 and 25. Mark chapter 13 and Luke chapter 21. And so like, then it tells you about, you know, Paul's teachings about the end time. You know, number one, the Lord will descend. Number two, the dead in Christ will rise first. Number three, the living will be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord and be with him forever. Number four, don't believe those who say the day of the Lord has already come. Number five, the day of the Lord will be preceded by, catch this, rebellion. The revelation of the man of the lawlessness who will oppose and exalt himself over God. Set himself up in God's temple. I can't say hear this again. Set himself up in God's temple. So with that point right there, let's just make this plain. Everybody in God's temple, not called by God, but we ain't even going to talk about that right now. But like, I just love the fact you all want to go to teachings. Let's teach the real thing. Not this thing that's about you trying to get tithes and offerings and donations. Let's just make this thing very plain because it's about salvation and winning souls for Christ. You understand? At the end of the day, it is what it is. But this is the truth and the whole truth. And you Bible scholars, you theologians, and all your other big words that y'all love to use and all this education that you got, use it in a wise way and win souls for Christ. It's about the salvation. I'm Othiniana. You know, it's not about clothing. I'm Othiniana. It's not about how you dress or how you look or how you speak. I'm You know, the, this religious bull stuff that you all have thrown out and it is not even helping people truly know and believe in jesus christ as their lord and savior they're too busy trying to please the pastor the pastor's wife the first lady all these names y'all got the bishop you know uh the overseer the uh the apostle the uh prophet uh the teacher the evangelist i mean jesus christ my god from zion the minister and looking the elders like jesus if you all don't make the main thing the main thing which is jesus christ and salvation and the winning of souls you all will be held accountable to God. You all have played church long enough. You all have lied to people, making people think living for Christ is easy when it's the complete opposite. Believers in Christ persecuted and killed. Believers in Christ persecuted and killed. Believers in Christ persecuted and killed. <laughs> but let you preachers tell it. Oh, we got a good God and everything is just going to be all perfect. 
We've got a loving God, a merciful God, but he's also an all-consuming fire. His wrath is very real, just as much as his love is very real. Make no mistake about it. His wrath is real. His love is real. But at the end of the day, <laughs> if we do not get this thing right, we are doing it for absolutely nothing. You all, God is calling us to get ourselves together and do the real work that he has called all of us to do. And for those of you that are chosen and are the remnant, my God, from Zion, stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. Do not fear. Do not waver. Do not bow. You keep living for God because you know for a fact that all of heaven is backing you up and God will protect you. Make no mistake about it. He has Akinamokoro and camped angels around you and your family. Those are you who are living right, doing the right thing. And when I'm saying living right, I'm not talking about looking perfect on social media. I'm talking about the way you preach and teach in the church is the same way you live at home. And no, it's not easy because we make mistakes because what? We live in a sinful world. Sin is in us, but the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost has more power. I'm telling you, the God in me has more power than the devil that tries to overtake me. You know, to act like you don't ever struggle with sin ever in life, you're a liar. I'm going to make this thing plain. Every single last human being on this earth struggles with something. Just because you don't tell others about it don't mean you don't struggle. And so this fake persona that many of you are portraying from the pulpit and from social media and from all your conferences and your gatherings, my God, from Zion, start being transparent with the people that you are speaking to so they will know that they are more than just you know, see, here's the thing. Many of you preach from the pulpit and then your congregation sit up right and feel like they're less than because you all lie to them, making them think that you live a perfect life when all in all honesty, you do not. And at the end of the day, it's time to stop telling stories and start teaching the word of God and preaching the word of God. Because at the end of the day, telling a testimony is one thing. But when every time you get up, all you're doing is telling a story. If I want to hear a story, guess what? I'll go buy a book. You know, I'm so over even hearing preachers always telling stories. My God from Zion, preach the word of God. The word of God is the true and living word. It is living. It is living. It can tell you how to live, teach you how to live, guide you how to live. There's scriptures on everything. So I'm trying to figure out. I'm on Kenyana. Wow, we got so many pastors, overseers, and bishops, and all you other titles, you prophets, and all y'all, y'all, y'all just get up there and y'all just start telling stories. Jesus, what happened to the B-I-B-L-E? Yes, that's the book for me. You know, it's amazing. People would rather read a self-help book. They would rather read a book that is written by someone else. But you don't want to read the Bible when the Bible is a self-help book in itself. Jesus, like I'm telling you, the Bible scriptures can help you when you're mourning, when you're in grief. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. When you're suffering from depression and anxiety, Jesus. When you're feeling hopeless, there's scriptures for all of these things. And I'm going to be real. 
I love the Bible app because when you have it downloaded to your phone, it actually gives you the different emotions that you are feeling and that you may be feeling from other people. And it will guide you to the right scripture to send that individual or post to social media or whatever you do. But the thing is, God, we got to go back to the main thing, which is the word of God. And we need to be preaching more of the New Testament. It's good to use the Old Testament because history does matter. History matters. You've got to know your history. Even as Black History Month is coming up, for those of you who have children who go to schools who do not teach about Black history, my God, please listen to me, parents. 